Hello, and welcome to the Bitcoin Payments Podcast, hosted by Blockonomics. I'm Frederick Coleman. Throughout this podcast series, we will be exploring Bitcoin and e-commerce, and have a lot of conversations with fascinating people, including merchants, Bitcoin users, and other Bitcoin aficionados. Today I got to speak with Erman, one of the co-founders of Bitcoin Akasi, which is trying to build a Bitcoin economy in a small town in South Africa. As well, he is also the co-founder of The Surfer Kids, a charitable organization meant to get African kids out and surfing. We talked about his projects as well as accepting Bitcoin for donations. Let's check it out. Hi all, welcome uh, to another interview here on uh, Blockonomics. Um, I'm really excited to be here today with uh, Erman Vavir, uh, calling in from South Africa. Um, and he's here to talk about, um, you know, his Bitcoin projects, his, his surfing kids projects. Uh, so, you know, I'm really excited about that. We, we chatted a bit before, the, before uh, we started recording. I think it's going to be a really interesting interview. Um, so thank you for journey, joining uh, me, Herman. And uh, I guess I'd like to start with uh, an elevator pitch, you know, like tell us about what you're working on right now. Cool, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thank, thanks for having, having me. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you reaching out. Um, uh, basically, um, I, think, I think this interview came about because of the Bitcoin project that we launched a couple of months ago. So we, uh, we haven't really done anything groundbreaking here. Um, we've basically copied the, the Bitcoin Beach model and we've tried to implement um, implement it in a South African setting. Um, so I've I've been I've been following Bitcoin Beach since since mid 2019. I, I heard an interview with Michael Peterson, and uh, it 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 just really it spoke to me. Um, I thought it was a really cool way to to illustrate the use case of Bitcoin in a in, in a real sense. Um, I've been I've been fascinated and to be honest obsessed with Bitcoin for a long time and and um, I think if Bitcoin is gonna reach its potential, it's gonna have to be used on a daily basis rather than just um, um, held on to. Um, so yeah, we we're trying to do pretty much what Bitcoin Beach has done. Obviously, there are differences. It's a different setting. It's a different country. Um, and it's still very new. We've only been going for uh, for five months, which we, we launched uh, sort of towards the end of last year. So it's, it's still very small scale and we are taking it slow. Uh, we don't want to rush into things um, and, and make mistakes that could have been avoided. Um, yeah, I'd love to, I certainly agree with you that people need to use Bitcoin more often. You know, like that, that's, that's what we want to do too. You know, like get people using it daily. Um, I guess kind of for people who haven't followed Bitcoin Beach before, you know, like it's, I believe it's in El Salvador. Um, yeah. And, but, you know, maybe explain more like basic about that concept in, in case anybody hasn't heard about Bitcoin Beach yet. Okay, so B Bitcoin Beach, um, just to, to put it in, in a nutshell, um, is, is a project that that's run by a, a community of people, but but initially started by an American expat, expat by the name of uh, Michael Peterson, 
Um, he'd been living down in El Salvador and El Zante for, I, th I think he's been there for 17 years. So back and forth between the States and El Salvador. Um, and uh, he was approached by an anonymous donor who wanted to donate some Bitcoin um, on the condition that it's used as Bitcoin and not converted back to fiat. Um, I believe that this guy, the, this person, whoever they are, actually approached several other um, NPOs, nonprofits, before they got to Michael and, um, and, and they were turned down. Um, so Michael Peterson was but basically said, well, they'll, they'll, they'll give it a shot. And they, they came up with this idea of, of how to implement it. And, and they onboarded shops to accept Bitcoin. And they started paying some kids to do small local jobs and, and, and paid them in Bitcoin. And these kids would spend the Bitcoin at the shops. And, and it sort of just snow, snowballed from there. Um, that's pretty much the way I understand it. Cool, great. Um, and you, so for your project then, and I'm going to unfortunately butcher the name, Akasi, like it's Bitcoin Akasi, right? Akasi? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And I was, so I was looking up, you know, I think you tweeted a few days ago about the history of that word. And I love the little video uh, um, <laughs> that, uh, that you had with the music and so on. But I thought it was interesting with its attachment to the Africana word. And I, I don't have the Af original Africana word in front of me, but the, the slums and so on. And, and I'm curious about looking at your project in terms of, you know, like kind of, we're kind of going straight into the heart of it here, combating racism, smashing through post-colonial, you know, like issues, you know, like how do you, how do you view that, you know, in, in taking that, uh, th that stance and trying to build this economy? Um, well, I, I have to, I have to just say that, um, I mean, I, I, I actually gave, I actually gave the option to our coaches and, so, so I don't, I don't actually run the program on a daily basis. I, I do the management and I try to work behind the scenes as far as possible, but, but we have, we have one senior coach and three junior coaches who run the program in, in the township. And, um, and they are from the same community where we recruit the children. Mm -hmm. And so they, they, they are the face of the organization in, in the township itself. And I, I gave them the option of, of what should we call this project? Um, you know, obviously it had to have the word Bitcoin in it, um, but what do we put behind it? And yeah, and, and, and they, they, they were happy with, with, with the suggestion to, to call it Bitcoin Ekasi. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those words, as I understand it, um, it, it obviously, originally it was an Afrikaans word and Afrikaans, um, Afrikaans is my, is, is my mother language, but Afrikaans is also the language of the oppressors during apartheid. The, the, the apartheid government was very much uh, Afrikaans. So it, it is the language of the oppressors. So it is strange that an Afrikaans word would make its way into um, colloquial um, uh, African languages as a slang term. And actually, Kasi is, 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 is seen as a very positive word uh, in, 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 in those terms. It's it sort of Ekasi refers to a township, but also sort of towards the vibe of the township. So if you're driving into a township, there's always people partying in the street. You know, there's chickens walking all over the place. There's, you know, people cooking fire on the side, cooking, cooking meat over the fire on the sidewalks. Um, people don't live in their houses in the township because the houses aren't houses. They're shacks and they're so small. So they tend to live out on the street. And 
and Ekasi kind of refers to that that vibey aspect, which is why I posted that video with the music and the guy dancing. It, it kind of so it's 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 it it, it, it it comes from the language of the oppressors, but it's been it's been appropriated and turned into something positive by um by by the people who use it. And so then do you see your project as trying to kind of like just as the word has almost been taken back, reappropriated by those who had been oppressed, do you see this project as trying to do the same thing? You know, like take Bitcoin and you know, allow people who had been oppressed historically to be able to to, you know, push forward, break through that glass ceiling. Um yeah, I mean, I think I think look, it's 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 important to to understand that that what we're doing is similar to similar to what happened in El Salvador with Bitcoin Beach. Our, our project, this this Bitcoin Ekasi project, is is based off of an existing nonprofit organization which has been going for uh, more than a decade, and and so you know, as as far as the the, the 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 aims and the mission of the Bitcoin project are very much aligned with the the underlying organization and the underlying organization is called the Surfer Kids and yeah that's that's very much been about um, about breaking down some of these preconceived uh, barriers one of the one of the um, very common preconceptions is that um, people from from poorer neighborhoods um, Black African people are not interested in in, in the ocean, um, and and this is something that 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 white Afrikaans people and well not not just Afrikaans people but 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 racists racists have always maintained that that um, that Africans don't don't really belong in the ocean and and surfing obviously <laughs> happens in the ocean <laughs> and and so you know it's 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 one of those things that sort of reaches out across one of these barriers and 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 just obviously disproves it as absolute nonsense um so with with the bitcoin project i mean yeah it, it's it, it very much aligns with that um and um yeah i mean we, we're basically trying to trying to build up a community um using bitcoin as a tool that, that that's a wonderful wonderful mission um i'd love to get more into the surfer kids in a little bit but um sticking with the the building community with the bitcoin um i'm curious about you know like the um uh the the, the technical aspects you know that was kind of what we were um you know how uh, uh we got in touch with each other with your tweets your series of tweets about you know setting it up i'm you know like i'm curious if you can expand on that you know like how are shopkeepers using bitcoin things like that um well basically we 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 would pay our coaches uh in in bitcoin um into a a, a wallet um we'd use uh we use either moon wallet or blue wallet um and they would then spend that bitcoin at the at, at a shop um which has all of all of this happens um on the lightning network simply because it's we, we're dealing with really really small transactions um things that are you know they 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 tend to buy the coaches tend to buy things that are generally less than less than one or two dollars uh, per per purchase maybe even less than that so a, a bread is about uh is about a third of a dollar um kind of thing so it's 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 really really small amounts so we're using we're using uh, blue wallet 
which is a custodial lightning wallet and then we're using moon wallet which is sort of semi-custodial but not 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 entirely um the merchants are using a custodial lightning wallet called um called lightning Tibot. Uh, the only reason we do that is because they're one of the few wallets that that at the moment um, do Allen URL uh, uh, pay QR codes. Um, because that what we found was that one of the one of the slightly incon well not slightly inconvenient one of the very inconvenient things with Lightning is the is issuing invoices. Um, so with 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 on-chain transactions, it's a lot easier because you can. You can simply display your Bitcoin address um, either as a as an address or a QR code, and people can just pay to it, um, which makes on chain a lot easier in that sense. And with Lightning, that's a lot more complicated, as I understand it. Um, so a, a, a lot of wallets don't have that integrated yet. Um, Lightning Tipbot is one of the few wallets that do, um, and then. Yeah, they would spend at the merchants and the merchants would some of it they would sell through platforms like Paxful. Uh, they also use Bitrefill to buy airtime and 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 vouchers for local groceries and at supermarkets. Uh, but but most of the most of the Bitcoin are actually held by the merchants. Once they've satisfied themselves that this is real money and not just some <laughs> weird weird internet stuff then um then they actually tend to hold on to it um and for doing that they would transfer it uh, from lightning back to an on-chain wallet um for safekeeping over the longer term because obviously you, know, you don't want to keep things in lightning unless it's small amounts especially if it's custodial um you know you don't want to you know it's sort of like pocket chains but nothing more than that um and then yeah donations come in through the website um most of it, most of the larger amounts come in uh, on chain, uh, which is what we use Blockonomics for. Um, and some of it come in through Lightning, uh, which again goes to an Allen text bot, uh, Lightning tip bot um, enabled wallet. So yeah, it's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a mix and a match of, of things. Um, but I think, I think the cool thing is that everything we've used has been sort of we don't have any developers on our team so we've had to make this work without having uh development skills um and so everything we've used is basically you know straight off the app store kind of thing it's not nothing nothing has been has been customized or, or anything um so so yeah we've actually been using blockonomics for a for, for a very long time we've we've been We've been on the Blockonomics platform for, for, for years before we even start this Bitcoin project. I've, I've been trying to encourage Bitcoin donations through the website for, for a long time, but, but it's, never really, it's never really taken off until we now launched Bitcoin Ekasi. Um, and, and those donations come through the Surfigit website using, using the yeah. Blockonomics platform. So it's been a, it's been a, I, I was very happy to, to find that it's, it's one of the, I like I like the I mean the Bitcoin ethos is obviously about self custody and I try and encourage that as well as, as far as possible. I mean sometimes it's just not possible. Sometimes you know if you have to go to the, the custodial route, but um, but it's 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 it was I was pleasantly surprised when I found Blockonomics um, because it it allows it it allows that self custody model, but it makes it easy if, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah.
yeah no that does make sense um yeah i i uh um it does sound like a hodgepodge of uh, technical, <laughs> but you know, hey, it, it works, and I guess that's that's the important thing. You know, it seems to be working well. Um, I would like to return to blackonomics in a little bit, um, and especially once I talk about surfer kids. Um, but one more question that I was thinking about with the Bitcoin economy, and like, the, so the merchants, just so that I kind of understand what's what's going on. So the merchants will generally, will they also then, do you see them going out and using Bitcoin at the other merchant stores? Or right now, is it still mainly the manager, or the, yeah, the managers that uh, are driving this? Um, no, at the moment, the only thing that's happening is that we're paying our coaches in Bitcoin and they would spend at the stores. Um, Got it. The stores, the stores haven't started trading with Bitcoin between them um, mm -hmm. and they haven't actually gone out and 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 bought stock with bitcoin so to speak that the, the sure. only thing they've done with their bitcoin really is they've they've sold a little bit of it um and they've used it i think i think bit refill has been very convenient um because you can actually buy airtime uh, data for the phone and stuff like that without yeah. actually leaving your you, you don't have to leave your shop right um but but most of it is is they, they see it as a, as a sort of an investment okay um it's 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 quite hard for us to know exactly what they're doing with the bitcoin because at, at the end of the day it's their money and we can't ask them you know for too much detail <laughs> yeah, yeah um, sure <laughs> but from what we can tell they they they're still holding on to most of it okay okay interesting yeah, yeah. um cool well then going back i guess towards the um towards towards surfer kids um and then eventually moving in toward, to the Blackonomics uh, donation button uh, link again. Um, so surfer kids, I, I, you know, I was looking you up that you seem to really enjoy surfing. And I guess that makes sense because you ended up making surfer kids and there was another surfing organization that now I can't remember the name of, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, I don't know. To start off with, what draws you to surfing? <laughs> Uh, well, me personally, I grew up surfing. Um, okay. so it's it's just something that I've done my entire life. Um, my 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 parents moved to the coast when I was five, and um, I ended up in the ocean because you know if if you're a kid and you live and you live near the beach, then you know then that's what sure. you do. <laughs> I, I grew up surfing from from a very young age, and when we we I mean we the the long story in a short version is that when when my when my wife and I married, um, we 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 started a business which was uh, centered around the tourism industry and and surfing and and doing surf trips for overseas clients and um, at the same time we sort of started looking for things to do in the local community um, and we started just taking taking these kids out. On, on little surf sessions we didn't really know what we were doing but then that process sort of like evolved and it, it ended up growing into a, a, a sort of a separate organization um, and it, I, I get I guess it kept going because surfing surfing's got such a steep learning curve that it, it's easy to engage somebody right off the bat because it's so much fun and you're in the ocean and it's you're at the beach and you know you're riding waves and it's, it's it's a lot of fun and it's easy to get started so you get hooked very quickly but then once you're hooked the learning curve becomes really steep very quickly so 
to actually learn anything, it takes a, it takes a hell of a lot of commitment. Um, so, so what we found with the kids was that, is that they, 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 they tend to, the ones, the ones that stick around tend to stick around for good. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it sort of encourages this, this idea of commitment and, you know, coming back to, to the South African setting, you know, there's, there's a hell of a lot of inequality here and, it, it, it kind of like it's, it, it kind of like speaks to this idea that you know I'm, I've, I, I want to try and help people as far as I can. Obviously we all I think I think most people most people want to want to help their fellow human beings. Um, but then then at some point I just realized that the, the only way of helping somebody is really to, to, to try and help them to help themselves um, because otherwise you become a crutch for them. And when you step away, they end up being worse off than, than when you got to them in the first place. So if, you, if, 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 if you're going to help somebody, you've got you've to try and get them to be able to help themselves. And so, so surfing teaches this idea that if you really want something, whatever it is that you want, if, if, if you're willing to commit to it, then eventually you'll, 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 you'll get it in one way or another. And so we try and teach the kids this at a very early age and surfing just surfing is just sort of like a medium through which we try and impart this, um, this, this understanding to them. It's, it's just a tool really. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, uh, and, um, and so I guess um, then moving in, moving back into the to the blockonomic side of things, um, you know, yeah, you mentioned uh, that that the you know you use the donation button for for on chain um, that it was a relatively easy setup, you know, has, um, and after the the um, uh, after the the um, Bitcoin Nikasi has started taking off, and you know, then outsiders see it, want to donate, you know, how is that? donation button process been for you you know like it, it's worked well yeah, it's worked really well i mean it's so it's 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 it's, it's almost too easy to set up <laughs> it's it's <laughs> we i haven't i haven't actually i know i know there's a way of getting it integrated into the website so that people can actually use it without leaving the site yeah um so my my development skills is of is on that level that i haven't even been able to do that um you know, it, it took me, I, I, I first, I first encountered Bitcoin in, in sort of mid 2013. And when I tell people that they're like, wow, that's a long time. I'm like, yeah, that's how much, that's how much time I needed to get my head around it. Yeah. <laughs> so what, I'm, I'm, I'm what not, I always I'm, joke, what I always joke is that like, you never, if anybody tells you that they're a Bitcoin expert, they either don't know what they're talking about or yeah. they're lying to you. You know, that like I've, you know, I've been in here since 2017 and I don't know much about it either. So, you know. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, if, if somebody says they're a Bitcoin expert, you must turn and run. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I just, I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not super technical. I, I can, I can figure, I can figure things out, you know, and, and I'm willing, I'm willing to give it a go. Um, you know, I, I, I love, I love using Ubuntu, which, which is a version of Linux. Yeah. And that, that normally involves being ready to give things a go because they don't always work <laughs> the yeah. way they're supposed to. But, uh, but I'm, 
I'm, I'm not I'm not super technical. I, I come from a, a sort of a, a philosophical background, which is what I studied at university. And and I'm, I'm more interested in, in the human nature um, behavioral um, part of part of this because um, Bitcoin obviously, you know, with its incentive structure um, speaks to human nature and, and our behavior in, in a very deep and meaningful way. So that's sort of the angle I come at it from. So the, 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 the technical side of things, I'm, it's not my strongest side. But, but despite that, you know, it, it's been so easy to set up the Blockonomics um, account and, and, and have people donate through that. Um, and, and still, it lets you, it lets you sort of, it, it obviously lets you send payments straight to your own self-custody wallet, which is, which is the way it should be. I mean, I, I'm, I'm one of those people that, like I, 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 can't, I understand that not everybody is super technical because I'm not super technical, but I think if you're dealing with on-chain Bitcoin, everybody should self-custody. Yeah. Um, no, no doubt about it. There's, there's no reason why if, today with the, with, with the wallets that we have available today, there's no reason why everybody, even, even my grandmother, um, you know, should self-custody with, with, I mean, if you can use WhatsApp, you can self-custody your Bitcoin really. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, when it comes when it comes to lightning, because it's so super technical, it's kind of it's it's it it's it's tricky. Self custody, self custodying, and managing your channels and doing that it's that's a that's a different. I mean, I, I love the functionality, and I love the, the the transactions being fast and cheap. But I I'm not sure that lightning is going to go the full self custody route. I think. Mm -hmm. I think for I think to a large extent that's going to remain custodial for most people. Um, whereas I think with 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 on chain, really everybody should self custody, and that's what's so great about blockonomics is that it's it's easy, but it's still you know it's 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 self it lets you self custody. And I was I was really I mean when I when I saw that you guys have this thing where you 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 sort of rely on this um, honesty honesty system where you know, I was like, man, that's awesome because you, you let somebody build up credits and then you 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 trust that they're gonna make good on yeah. that. And I was like, okay, well that that kind of seems to line up with what Bitcoin's all about. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think I think a lot of people make a lot of people make a big deal about about you know early adopters getting rich off of Bitcoin, but it's it's not about that at all. I think Bitcoin is all about development and community upliftment and and making the world a better place. Really, I think that that was the original vision of Satoshi was to improve the world. Um, I don't think Satoshi created Bitcoin to become wealthy. Um, I think I don't think that was his primary primary objective. So, I it certainly. I think I think too many too many Bitcoiners and non-Bitcoiners and crypto users and so on that that they do kind of ignore that philosophical and and community yeah. and and uh, even political aspects of it of you know like the yeah that that we are all I I, I agree with you and all I think and I and and our mission kind of goes along with that that you know it really is about building a community building you know like a system that helps people. That makes it easier for people and yeah i think that that um self-custodial is is the way the way forward um you know at least for on-chain it's interesting about the, the lightning um think and you're thinking that it won't be um that it won't be self-custodial necessarily because of its its more complexity it's an interesting thought
Um, and we might have yeah. to uh, we might have to um, help you set up uh, the the in the web in the browser uh, link. I'll, I'll talk to you about that afterwards. We'll see what we can do yeah. for you. <laughs> no, definitely. I, I gave it I gave it a shot, and then um, I just I haven't I haven't tried again. The last time I tried was a, was was a while back. But it, mm -hmm. our website our website is 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 built um, um, uh, through this drag and drop thing uh, Wix. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Wix isn't great for that. Um, I no. should really move on to something else. Yeah, um, we we are working because actually, um, actually, another South African um, um, who uh, uses us. Um, uh, she she does artwork like Bitcoin artwork and so on. She's based out of Cape Town, um, but she uses okay. Wix, and so like that kind of gave us the idea because you know like she she sells a lot of her artwork on Wix and uses us to process her artwork. And we wanted to figure out, you know, well, what's an easier way? You know, like that made us thinking like Wix, we've got to have a better way for Wix. Um, yeah. So with that, that in, in the page, we hopefully are coming out something new with Wix soon mm -hmm. um, with, with being able to, to fix the, the coding so that we, it'll work with Wix. So we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm honestly so uh, it, it it gives it gives me so much hope to see the kind of development that's happening in Bitcoin and how much has been done uh, because it's 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 just it's it's incredible to think that it's come so far. I mean, obviously, a lot of the development has been done by companies who who do it for 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 profit. But at the end of the day, I think Bitcoin itself is is a is sort of this open source uh, community driven thing, and and there's been so much development that's happened um and, and and people have come so far i mean to to go from to go from the original client because i think i think where i mean when when, when i first my, my first bitcoin wallet was a was a qt a bitcoin core a qt wallet and i when i got my first I, I received when i received my first transaction i had to wait for the entire blockchain this guy told me look i'm going to sell you a bitcoin and then, um, but you got to download this thing first. And I was like, what do you mean I've got to download this thing first? And he says, well, it's this thing called the blockchain and you just got to wait for it to synchronize. Otherwise you're not going to see the thing that you bought from me. I was like, what are you talking about? And it, it took me like a week and a half. It took me like a week and a half to, to download the blockchain. There was this clunky wallet. And I was like, gee, goodness, this thing is, this thing is pretty clumsy. Um, and to see how far it's come from then until now, it's 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 insane yeah yeah it's i mean you know even even just being in it since 2017 from my point of view you know that's when i got into bitcoin um it's expanded a lot since mm. then too and i i think it is really great and you know it's it's a wonderful uh, uh sandbox you know to where people can can explore their ideas and you know develop new stuff and yeah, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. it's really cool it's really cool <laughs> um so what is what's next for you what do you envision next uh what do you you know hope to see bitcoin akasi do in the future um well our, our plan is to is to just keep going and and to sort of hopefully we we want this thing to grow organically if it's if it's gonna if it's gonna go you know and and we don't have any plans we, we, we're gonna we're gonna stick to the township where we're based at the moment 
True. Because that's where we recruit the kids from. Uh, that's where our program is based. That's where the coaches live. That's where we have the community support and the community trust. And so I don't think we'll expand beyond that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we're going to focus on that community. We've only got three shops on board. There's a total of 14 shops in the township. So there's a long way for us to go before we've got all of them on board. And so we'll focus on getting as many of those shops on board. I think we'll also, um, we'd like to, again, emulate what, what Bitcoin Beach has done by, by opening a, a sort of a, a educational center in the township itself. Because the moment we, at the moment, we're operating from our headquarters at the beach, um, which is very close. The kids walk up and down on, on, on a daily basis. I mean, the program for the kids, the, the surfing program runs, runs five days a week. And, and so they walk up and down. It's like a 10-minute walk. But, but it's not in the township community itself. And so we can never expect people from the, from the community to walk down to our current headquarters to find out about Bitcoin and learn more about it. We're going to have to open something in the township itself. And I think once we do that, then we can reach out to the to the wider community and not just the shop owners and start educating uh, the surrounding community about Bitcoin and get them on board too, so that they can they can start buying Bitcoin from the shops and then spending it at a different shop and and this is sort of how things developed in in, in Bitcoin Beach as well. You know, initially they also simply paid coaches who spent at at at, at the vendors and then. The next step was for the vendors to then spend that somewhere else and then that goes somewhere else and then the the, the so at the moment what we're doing it's not circular yet and, and yeah. we want to try and try and make it circular so so we would basically in in you know to, to put it shortly we we'd like to just expand into the community um, but we don't have any plans to go to go wider than that um, and I, and I'm not I'm not expecting it to happen overnight or, or quickly. Um, it's it's going to take some time. Um, the people are naturally naturally suspicious and for good reason. Um, I can, can't expect anything else. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, what if if somebody wanted to to emulate you or emulate Bitcoin Beach? What is something that maybe you wish? you'd done better in the initial stages or, you know, you're, you know, you think about it now and you're like, Oh man, I should have done this. Um, you know, if somebody <laughs> wanted to, 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 to emulate you in Bitcoin beach, what, what would you tell them? You got to do this. Well, first of all, I, I would tell them to try and emulate Bitcoin beach, not what we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, I would say go, I would say try and try and emulate what, what Bitcoin beach did um, and, and wait for us to, to prove that what we're doing actually works before you try and copy <laughs> what we're doing. Um, but I, I think, I think, I think to answer your question, what, what do I hope we could have done differently was, um, I, I don't know. I think maybe it, it would have been, it would have been great to maybe have a better grasp on the, on, on the technical aspect of things before, before, before launching this because I've, I've embarrassed myself once or twice. I mean, look, I, I'm not embarrassed personally, but I, I kind of think that, you know, I mean, I, I, I kind of think it, it, it would have been more responsible to have a better grasp on the technical side of things. I, I personally don't, but, but maybe I could have gotten a, a developer on board somehow. You know, and, and obviously, 
there, there are people who have reached out, but the thing is like, it, I, it just feels like I need somebody who's here. Um, and then maybe eventually people can help remotely, but just to get that initial setup going. But then again, I'm not, I, 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 that doesn't concern me too much because I, I kind of knew that that was a shortcoming we had going into this. So, which is why the only way I, I could think of, of, of sort of countering that shortcoming was to just take it really slowly and, and to, and to stick to really, really small amounts. So we've, you know, we've we've only we've only spent all in all our coaches have spent less than um uh, convert that back to dollars uh less than less than a hundred dollars um over the course of the last five months uh between three shops sure. so it's it's really it's it's we've, we've we've tried to stick to small amounts so that if we make mistakes it's not like uh it's not like a life-ending uh, amount of money that 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 you're that you're gambling with um, yeah but it, it would have been it would have been good to to have somebody on the team uh in physically present um to to have a better grasp on the and maybe maybe the other thing would have been to um to maybe just manage expectations a bit better i think i think it, it's been great to see the response from the bitcoin community um but I think there's, I think there's a massive appetite for this sort of thing, and I, I understand it because I, that's why I started it because I want to see something like this happen. Um, because I wanna, I wanna, I, I think I, I wanna, I wanna prove that it's possible to showcase that look, Bitcoin can deliver on its promise. Because um, I don't think Bitcoin is going to deliver on its promise if it, if it remains a, a. A store of value and a speculative asset. I think it, if, if for it to deliver on its promise, it had to, it has to become what Satoshi envisioned to be, which is a currency for everyday use. So, I, I want to see this happen for that reason, and I think the wider Bitcoin community wants to see this happen for that reason. And because of that, I think the the, the response has been overwhelming to a large extent, and maybe the response does not match what we've achieved so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would have, I would have liked to maybe manage expectations a bit better, but then it's, it's hard to do that. Um, you know, social media, I know I, I did, I did not expect to get 20,000 views on the first video we posted on Twitter. It was just, yeah. it blew, blew me away. And I was like, whoa, 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 what's this? Um, so it's been great, but yeah, I think I just, that, that's why I keep emphasizing that, you know, we're taking things slow because I want to, I want to just, slow, be, yeah, 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 I just want to make that very clear. Um, people mustn't expect that, that we're going to orange pill the South African president yeah. <laughs> later overnight, this year. <laughs> overnight, South Africa entirely operates on Bitcoin and it's all thanks to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Very unlikely, <laughs> highly unlikely. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, I think that that's the Bitcoin community can get very excitable. Um, so you know, I can I can certainly understand that. Um, and I'm also curious. So I, I was looking through the Twitter and I saw that someone from the Bitcoin community, a Bitcoin tourist, shall we say, had stopped by earlier in January. Um, hmm. Do you hope to see more of that? Like, is that a positive thing? Is that a negative thing? You know, like having, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I would, I would love to see more of that. I would, I mean, I think, um, 
and and this this goes back to your to your initial question right at the beginning about bridging divides you know um i think one of one of the one of the main reasons that there are several reasons why we started the certificates uh, way back when in in 2010 but but one of the reasons was when we started this tourist uh, company um, taking tourists through South Africa, my wife and I, we, we kind of, we kind of thought about it and we were like, you know, there's, there's not many places I've, I've been to, I've been to quite a few countries. Um, I, I lived in Europe for a long time. I traveled through, uh, through the East for a bit. I've, I've been, I've been all over South America and, and I was like, there's, there's, there's not many places in the world where I've seen the, the, the level of inequality that, that we have in South Africa. And maybe the one place where I witnessed a similar level of inequality was in India. But, but the, difference, the difference between South Africa and India is that the inequality is in your face. So the, 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 the sort of the marginalized and, and the poor impoverished masses are all over the place and you can't avoid it. You can't help but see it. Whereas in South Africa, because of our history, it's hidden away behind high walls and it's hidden away between highways that, 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 that cut through um, the countryside and put, put the poor masses uh, on that side of the hill where nobody really goes unless you make a special effort to, to do that. And so it's very easy as a tourist. And South Africa is a beautiful tourist destination. And, and um, tourism was one of the few sectors prior to the to, to the pandemic, tourism was one of the few sectors that was showing really good positive growth mm -hmm. um, in, in an economic sense. Um, but it's very easy to come to South Africa as a tourist and think that, you know, like there's, there's a sort of a 50-50 split between black and white, which is very far from reality. In fact, only 10% of the country is white and 90% of the country is black. But you don't see that because most of the most the the the, the, ma the poor masses are are ninety nine point nine percent black and they are they are hidden behind high walls and on the wrong side of the highway and so with with this NPO which was initially very closely linked to our tourism business we wanted to give people a more authentic experience of South Africa and show them that hey look these are some of the areas that you wouldn't normally visit but it's part of the country and this is the country that you're visiting. And so with, with, um, with the Bitcoin project, I think that can, because Bitcoiners are, are a little bit more adventurous than your average tourist. <laughs> I mean, this guy, that's, this guy that visited us had no problem going up into the township and he was like super enthusiastic about it. And whereas with a lot of other tourists, we generally felt that they would prefer to stick to the white sandy beaches and the shopping malls and the, but they're not really interested in seeing what's on the other side of the hill or the wrong side of the highway. Um, whereas with Bitcoin, I feel that Bitcoin cuts through that. And I would love to see people um, visit the project, not just for the Bitcoin side of things, but, but to, because I mean, for the community as well, when they, when they saw this, this I mean, it, it, was, it was an American who, um, his name was John, he, um, an American that visited and, um, they loved it you know it's like hey there's somebody who's interested in, in in the place where we live and and he's not here to come look at us like we were we're, we're, we're um, circus animals he's actually here to come and spend some bitcoin at one of our shops you know um so it's you know and and maybe even to get local south africans to do the same thing that would yeah. be 
that would be first prize, you know, not overseas tourists, but local tourists mm -hmm. um, through Bitcoin to get them to say, hey, guys, come and spend some Bitcoin in the township here, you know, um, just because it's it's cool. <laughs> that that would be that would be first prize, I think. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, well, I will certainly because it's muscle. Muscle Beach is the township. Yeah, M muscle, muscle Bay. Muscle yeah. Bay, Muscle Bay. Yeah. I will have to put that on my list for the next time <laughs> that I visit South Africa. Um, and, you know, as I've, I've been to South Africa once a few years ago, and I certainly felt that because we went to, my parents and I, we went to uh, Stellenbosch uh, yeah. first off. You know, that's obviously very, you know, what very white, very rich, you know, so on and so forth. But then we took the, um, not the blue train, but uh, the, the regular train from, from uh, Cape Town to Johannesburg. And we ended up okay. stuck overnight in Beaufort West. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> that is the reaction that most South Africans <laughs> have when I tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so fascinating to see just, you know, like a different, you know, very different from, from Stellenbosch. And I thought, you know, you know, very rural, very, you know, people who, who don't know anything about it you know it's very rural it's very you know mm. like like it's it's in the middle of the the, the, the desert uh you know and it's just a totally different side of south africa and yeah. it's very interesting you know very important to see and and things like that you know so yeah 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 that's a that that's that's a very intricate in, in, thing to do i think the majority of people who visit south africa don't take the train from cape town <laughs> to Joburg that's a very adventurous <laughs> thing to do but well, I mean that's that's the thing you know yeah yeah I it, it was it and it, it was a lot of fun and you know like I would I would absolutely go back and do it uh, and and I, I want to take the train the other way this time from Johannesburg <laughs> to Cape Town um yeah. but yeah and I think that more people should so I applaud you for your efforts uh uh you know to and, and <laughs> I hope that uh that yeah that more tourists will that come down as i as i said i'll put it on my list next time in south yeah. africa i'll try to swing by <laughs> yeah and it's a beautiful it's a beautiful part of the country but that it, it is it, it they, they, there is that divide i mean with the history of people being segregated according to what area they may and may not live and, and it's still i mean that it's 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 been almost a generation that the first people who were born post-apartheid are, are now you know, they, they'll, they'll be turning 30 years old soon. Yeah. Um, but still, uh, the, the, the hangover is very real. <laughs> yeah. Um, and unfortunately, and, and that divide still exists. So if, if we can do something about that as well, then that, that'd be fantastic. That's great. Yeah. Yep. Got to smash through that post-colonialism. <laughs> no, absolutely, man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's one of the that's that's one of the things that when 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 I when, when I was explaining Bitcoin to our senior coach Lutando, because yeah. he's the first one that I that I approached uh, uh, with this idea to you know to run it past him and say, look, what do you think about this? Would you be cool? And and I, he'd never heard about Bitcoin, um, had no idea what it was, and. So I went through the sort of, you know, the normal sort of rigmarole and like, okay, this is what it is. This is what you do. And I think that, I think the one thing that really, the one thing that really caught his attention was when I explained to him that, look, this is a system that is global all around the world, but it doesn't matter where in the world you are, the rules are the same. 
you know it's not this because this is the one thing that 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 still sticks this colonialism is dead but but its effects are it's still felt um very much um within the country and with between different countries you know it's it's and and that's the thing about bitcoin it sort of it, it levels that playing field and that's that's the one thing that he really latched onto which he was like okay we have to do this this is we really have to do this so um yeah well it's a it's a wonderful a wonderful program both both the uh, uh bitcoin akasi and the surfer kids um like we're nearing the end of our time so i guess is there anything else that you would like to add um to you know that you want that i haven't asked about no i think i think you pretty much i think you covered it i mean the, the story's the, the story's pretty simple yeah. um you know it's, it's not a, it's not a com complicated thing um and yeah hopefully hopefully we can make it happen that's, that's all i can say well <laughs> i'm certainly i'm certainly uh, uh sending you good vibes and uh um you know i'm happy that uh that with the project and you know, yeah, I, re I really hope that, that it works out too. Um, so to all of our awesome. listeners, thank you for tuning in. Um, to all of our viewers, thank you for tuning in. Make sure to check out uh, Bitcoin Akasi on Twitter. Make sure to check out uh, the surferkids.com. Um, and you can make that donation in Bitcoin using Blackonomics. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so thank you all. And uh, thank you, Erman. Awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.